The wind has grown cold. Creatures of the night stalk the shadows in the treeline. The sky is flecked with stars. Come, children, gather round and listen to a tale by the dancing fire. Welcome to the Story Circle. I am, as always, your humble storyteller. Today, we have a tale from Scotland about a brave pair of young boys, a cake, and a ferocious three-headed giant. So, gather round, find yourself somewhere to relax, and listen as we hear the tale of The Red Etten. There was once a widow that lived on a small bit of ground, which she rented from a farmer, and she had two sons. And by and by, it was time for the widow to send them away to seek their fortune. So she told her eldest son one day to take a watering can and bring her water from the well, that she might bake a cake for him, and however much or however little water he might bring, the cake would be great or small accordingly, and that cake would be all that she could give him when he went on his travels. The lad went away with the can to the well, and filled it with water, and then came away home again. But the can was broken, and most of the water had run out before he was able to get back. So his cake was very small. Yet, small as it was, his mother asked him if he would be willing to take only half of it with her blessing, telling him that, if he chose rather to take the whole, he would only get it with a curse. The young man, thinking he might have to travel a long way, and not knowing when or how he might get other provisions, said he would like to have the whole cake, come of his mother's curse what might. So she gave him the whole cake, and her curse along with it. Then he took his brother aside, and gave him a sterling knife, until he should come back, desiring him to look at it every morning, and as long as it continued to be clear, then he might be sure that the owner of it was well. But if it grew dim and rusty, then for certain some ill had befallen him. So the young man went to seek his fortune, and he went all that day and all the next day, and on the third day, in the afternoon, he came to where a shepherd was sitting with a flock of sheep, and he went up to the shepherd and asked him to whom the sheep belonged. And the shepherd answered, To the Red Etten of Ireland, who lives in Ballygan. He stole King Malcolm's daughter, the king of fair Scotland. He beats her, he binds her, he lays her on a brand, and every day he strikes her with a bright and silver wand. "'Tis said there's one predestinate to be his mortal foe. 
but sure that man is yet unborn, and long may it be so. After this, the shepherd told him beware of the beasts he should next meet, for they were of a very different kind than he had yet seen. So the young man went on, and by and by he saw a multitude of very dreadful, terrible, horrible beasts with two heads, and on every head four horns. And he was sore frightened, and ran away from them as fast as he could. And glad was he when he came to a castle that stood on a hill, with the door standing wide open to the wall. And he went into the castle for shelter, and there he saw an old woman sitting beside the kitchen fire. He asked the woman if he might stay for the night, as he was tired with a long journey. And the woman said he might, but it was not a good place for him to be, as it belonged to the Red Etten, who was a very terrible monster with three heads, who spared no living man it could get a hold of. The young man would have gone away, but he was afraid of the two-headed, four-horned beasts outside. So he beseeched the old woman to hide him as best she could, and not tell the Etten he was there. He thought, if he could put over the night, he might get away in the morning, without meeting with the dreadful, terrible, horrible beasts, and so escape. But he had not been long in his hiding place before the awful Etten came in, and no sooner was he in than he sniffed the air and could be heard crying. Snook butt and snook bin, I find the smell of an earthly man. Be he living or be he dead, his heart this night shall kitchen my bread. Well, the monster began to search about, and he soon found the poor young man and pulled him from his hiding place. And when he had got him out, he told him, that if he could answer three questions, his life would be spared. So the first head asked, A thing without an end. What's that? But the young man knew not. The second head said, The smaller, the more dangerous. What's that? But the young man knew not. And then the third head asked, the dead, carrying the living, riddle me that. But the young man knew not. So the lad, not being able to answer one of these questions, the Red Etten took a mallet from behind the door, knocked him on the head, and turned him into a pillar of stone. Now on the morning after this happened, the younger brother took out the knife to look at it and was grieved to find it all brown with rust. So he told his mother that the time had now come for him to go away upon his travels as well. At first, she refused to let him go. But at last, as with his brother, she requested him to take the can to the well for water that she might make a cake for him. So he went, but as he was bringing home the water, a raven over his head cried out to him to look, and he would see that the water was running out. Now, being a young man of sense, and seeing the water running out of his can, 
he took some clay and patched up the holes so that he brought home enough water to bake a large cake. And when his mother put it to him to take half the cake with her blessing, he took it instead of having the whole cake with her curse. So he went away on his journey with his mother's blessing. Now, after he had traveled a far way, he met with an old woman who asked him if he would give her a bit of his cake. And he was glad to do so, so he gave her a piece of cake. And the old woman, who was a fairy, gave him a magic wand, saying it may yet be of service to him if he took care to use it rightly. And she told him a great deal that would happen to him, and what he ought to do in all circumstances. And after that, she vanished in an instant, out of his sight. Then he went on his way, until he came up to the old man who was herding the sheep. And when he asked him to whom the sheep belonged, the answer was, To the red end of Ireland, who lives in Ballygan. He stole King Malcolm's daughter, the king of fair Scotland. He beats her, he binds her, he lays her on a brand, and every day he strikes her with a bright silver wand. But now I think his end is near, his death is close at hand. For you're to be, I'll plainly see, the heir of all his land. So the younger brother went on his way. But when he came to the place where the dreadful, terrible, horrible beasts were standing, he did not stop, nor run away, but went boldly through amongst them. One came up roaring with open mouth to devour him, but he struck it with his wand, and it lay dead at his feet. He soon came to the Etten's castle, where he found the door shut, but knocked boldly and was admitted. There the old woman who sat by the fire warned him of the terrible Eden, and what had been the fate of his brother. But he was undaunted, and would not even hide. By and by, the monster came in, crying as before, Snook butt and snook bin, I find the smell of an earthly man, be he living or be he dead. His heart this night shall kitchen my bread. Well, he quickly spied the young man, who was waiting boldly for him, and bade him stand forth on the floor, and told him if he could answer three questions, his life would be spared. So the first head asked, What's the thing without an end? Now, the younger brother had been told by the fairy to whom he had given a piece of his cake what he ought to say. So he answered, A bowl. The first head frowned, but the second head asked, The smaller, the more dangerous. What's that? A bridge, said the young man quite fast. Then the first and second heads frowned, but the third head asked, When does the dead carry the living? Riddle me dat. At this, the young man answered up at once and said, When a ship sails on the sea with men inside her. 
when the Red Etten found all his riddles answered, he knew that his power was gone, and tried to escape. But the young man took up an axe, and hewed off the monster's three heads. Then he asked the old woman to show him where the king's daughter lay. And the old woman took him upstairs, and opened a great many doors. And out of every door came a beautiful lady, who had been imprisoned there by the Red Etten. And last of all the ladies was the king's daughter. Then the old woman took him down into a low room, where stood a stone pillar. But he had only touch it with his wand, and his brother was alive again. So the whole of the prisoners were overjoyed at their deliverance, for which they thanked the younger brother again and again. Next day they all set out for the king's court, and a gallant company they made. Then the king married his daughter to the young man who had delivered her, and gave a nobleman's daughter to his brother. And so they all lived happily all the rest of their days. By the Dancing Fire is a Forest Ghost production. Be sure to like By the Dancing Fire on Facebook, and if you liked what you heard, consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash bythedancingfire. For as little as $5 a month, you'll help us continue to produce content like this, and you'll gain access to perks like early access to episodes or extra episodes that no one else gets to hear. And if you donate at the highest tier, you'll have access to our monthly AMA, the Elders' Council, where you can ask anything you want of the storyteller or the production team, or even request stories that you want to hear. Thank you very much, and tune in next week as we bring another story by the Dancing Fire.